I guess we'll ju- we're just going to talk about the weekend, like what we saw there, what Jake saw. There was a race last weekend? Episode 24, Tank Slapping Podcast. Well, that music, man, it, it fires me up. That means one thing. The boys are back in town. We got a special episode tonight. It's, well, let's just get it out there. My former co-host and my current co-host, all the co-hosts of this show, we're on here tonight. Our guest tonight is co-hosting the show with us, Jersey Jake Johnson. Jake, what's up? What's going on? I'm, I'm gone, but I'm back at the same time, <laughs> if that makes sense. Zammy, what's good, brother? <laughs> uh, I'm just like I'm on on like walking on eggshells right now. I'm waiting for something to happen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, well, man, we're uh, back at it. Another show. It, it's we got stuff to talk about tonight. So we figured we'd we'd bring a guy on that's got a ton of experience. Jake Volusia, man, what? Where were you? I'm I'm leaving Wednesday, right? Practice Thursday. Oh, no one told Jake it was last weekend. It was it was last weekend. Oh, he's yeah. lucky, dude. We'll give oh, him two. We'll give him two. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be at the next one. I'll be at Lima next weekend or something. Jared has so much luck that that would be his luck, though. Like you know, like everybody would miss the race and he would win. <laughs> Not that he needs that to win, but you know, he's just charmed. <laughs> yeah well a lot to talk about tonight it's uh it's gonna be a good show uh, uh first couple races of the season they're they're in the books finally it seemed like 10 years since we've raced last i, I think the last race we were at bubba sherbert was winning or scott parker or something it seems like forever ago so yeah back at it i want to give a shout out to our sponsors bell power sports all three champions from the american flat track season were bell last year check out bellhelmets.com to view their full line of products Roof Systems of Dallas, Texas, Jerry Stinchfield, huge shout out to Jerry for helping us out, supporting the sport, commercialroofsystems.net, nearly 40 years of experience, Western Ohio Motorsports, LLC, is in Greenville, Ohio, and they promote amateur motorcycle racing across Ohio. You can find Western Ohio Motorsports and Best Ohio Summer Series on Facebook. The first event is August 2nd at the Van Wert County Fairgrounds. Gates open at 6 a.m., practice 9 a.m., ring at 11. For information, check out their Facebook page. Also want to welcome back Moto America. They are the official AMA road racing series in the USA, led by 190 mile an hour superbikes. Their next event is Road Atlanta, July 31st to August 2nd. We've had quite a few Moto America racers on the show. Josh Hayes, former Moto America racer, Bobby Fong. So, yeah, check them out. Road Atlanta, July 31st, August 2nd. They have 10 race weekends this year at top tracks across the country, five classes. You can watch them live on FS2, Saturday and Sunday, the Superbike class, and then Super Sport airs on Mad TV, along with Moto America Rewind and Junior Cup class on FS2 days after the race weekend. Check it all out on MotoAmerica.com. Yeah, so much to talk about, Sammy. Where do we start? 
Oh man, you know, I, I well, I don't know, you know, do we do we start with Jake and and uh, you know, because I, I don't know what it was like for you down there, Corey. I know you had big things to concentrate on, but you know, a lot of people were like, "Where's Jake Johnson at? Where's Jake?" So, do we start with that? Do we start on the whole weekend? Uh, do we talk about the production twins class? I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. There's so much. There, do we talk about the time main event? I don't know. Jake, you're the guest. You're the co-host. You pick. What do you want to start with? How much time you got? <laughs> four hours. Well, we got four hours recording time. Carter said. So. Let's um, let's review the weekend first before right. before we get all Debbie Downer. Oh, why wasn't Jake there? Da, da, da. Let's let's talk about the weekend. Let's, okay. let's start it off on a high note. Okay. Yeah, let's start oh, off on a high note. Yeah. What do you got, Jake? So Friday was my birthday, actually. So. <laughs> Uh, Friday, yes. I got to watch the main events, um, 450 race. I mean, they're, they're always pretty good. It was cool to see old Max whale pull off his first win. That was, uh, that was really cool to see. And, uh, got to spend a little time with that kid, you know, over the last couple of years. And, um, you know, he spent a lot of time in Pennsylvania. So, uh, definitely well-deserving cool kid. And, uh, you know, yeah, I, I don't know the whole story, but I mean, He's like, I think I've been professional longer than he's been alive, maybe. So he's like, I think he's only like 18. Um, so, yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, I think the whole COVID thing, I think his dad went home. Like, I think he's yeah. basically in a foreign country at 18 years old all by himself. So um, so that was that was pretty impressive uh, to see him do that. Um, production twins. Uh Corey, I guess you were kind of, from what I saw, I think maybe on a new chassis, trying some different things, lacking a little bit, uh, struggled a little bit that night, but uh, still came home, what, third? Third. And, uh, it, was, it was cool to see uh, uh, Sammy put the, the special match set of tires on old uh, RV and, uh, you know, hold it wide open around the outside on the last lap it will hold and it held and old, old you know ryan little varns uh brought home the win so that was cool to see that and uh that, that was velcro on the tires i put velcro yeah velcro. Velcro. i went and i told him to turn three i'm gonna put a little patch of velcro out there so it'll stick <laughs> yeah yeah so that was a good one and super twins i can't remember really what happened it was it was honestly a bit of a snoozer, I think. Uh, Mies got out front, right, and wasn't very exciting. And uh, I mean, the most exciting thing I saw was Briar put a last lap. Oh, yeah, I guess there was some drama early on. I'll give my expertise on that, so you know what you guys think of that. But uh, yeah, Briar put that move on Sammy last lap for a second. Um, yeah, so. But yeah, there was the whole Carver Mies incident early in the race, and. Uh, yeah, they were trying to kind of hype that up a bit. It looked like Carver was a bit upset, um, which fair enough. I mean, I guess you're leading the race and make contact, you go down, you're upset. But I, I'd be the first to throw Jared Meese under the bus if he did something wrong. I didn't see anything wrong with it. You know, watching some of the video and watching the slow-mo, Carver could see Jared's wheel for a long time. He knew he was coming, and... You're on, you're in a tight groove like that. I mean, he could have, I mean, he should have just gave up the spot early in that race. I mean, Jared had the position. 
he kind of was trying to fight and shut the door and man, I tracked that fast and that hooked up and that leaned over. I mean, you just get your handlebar or hand touch, you're going down and yeah, I mean, that's how I seen. I, I don't think Jared went in there and cleaned him out. Um, I think it was just a racing thing. And I feel like Carver maybe should have just being that early in the race should have just, you know, not gave up the spot, but Hey, he's here. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll go back at you, but yeah, it, it made for a little bit of excitement, you know. Um, seemed like Carver never really rebounded from that the rest of the weekend. I don't know if that had any effect or what it was, but, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that was night one. Night two was a little more exciting. That 450 race was. Are we still allowed to cuss on this show? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking insane. That <laughs> As a fan. Like it was exciting, but as a racer, I was scared to death watching that race. Yeah. Um, well, let, cool. let's get on that. Let's get to that in a minute because I got a lot of thoughts on that 450 race. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Meese and Carver thing too that you brought it up, and I didn't. Lo- I don't want to speak on the behalf of anything until I saw replays and things like that. And I mean, I think Meese got a bad reputation because of who he is. If, if Carver did that to me, I, I don't think it would have been as much drama. You know, it just would have been like, ah, oh, whatever. It just, it just happened. Or if like, for instance, two guys who are pretty mellow personality wise, like Davis Fisher and Brandon Price, like if it happened between them, but anytime me or Halbert, they're involved in something, <clears throat> the drama is there. And I didn't think it was that bad either. It was slightly aggressive, but what do you expect? I mean, you're going for, the lead at a national, I mean, it's going to get dicey. And that track was hard to pass. So it looked like Meese had Carver cleared. He dipped in and, and it was definitely contact, but it wasn't intentional take you out contact. I mean, where Jared's at in his career right now, he's not going to intentionally try and hurt somebody on a track like that. So uh, bummer for Carver, for sure. But I didn't think it was super bad, Sammy. Did you see it? or? Yeah, well, you know, uh, I... Didn't want to say nothing until I rewatched it because from my vantage point where I was watching, I just seen both of those guys like kind of enter the corner together. And then, you know, next thing from from my perspective, you see Carver sliding up and, you know, who knows what happened. So uh, I, I didn't have any thought or opinion on it and, and didn't want to form that until I watched watched uh, rewatched the race. But, you know, watching it. And I, I don't think there was uh, any ill intent. I don't think anything was done on purpose. I don't think that was a dirty move. Like, I uh, I just think it was just they happened to touch a little bit. And like Jake said, you know, it doesn't take much. Uh, <laughs> but uh, to, to, you know, uh, just to put you on the ground. Um, and I think it was just, you know, at the right part of the corner, you know, you're leaned over pretty far and just a little touch of the hand and twitch of the handlebar. The next thing you know, you're on the ground. Uh, when, when that happened, I I think, you know, more than half of Jared's motorcycle was in front of Carver. Um, I don't, I don't think it was nothing really to talk about. I think everybody just wants something to talk about maybe because we haven't raced in so long. And, uh, so it's something to talk about, but I don't really think it's anything to talk about. Yeah, same thing. If I was in Carver's position, I'd be mother effing Jared, you know, throwing the red flag, you know, you son of a bitch, you know. So, yeah, I I get that side of it. But, you know, going back and looking at it, you know, he didn't, it wasn't a T-bone. It wasn't, I'm going for your handlebar. I'm going for this. Um, Yeah, it was, he saw an opening, he took it. And as far as I'm concerned, he had the spot and it was, it was kind of Carver's option at that point. It's like, do I fight for it? 
or do I give it up? And he fought for it, and and you know, he, I mean, got the shit out of creating stick. rivalries is is entertainment. I get why they try. I mean, Carver. I guess I didn't know Carver called Meese out on Instagram. I I didn't I didn't check out that until. I think I saw like a screenshot yesterday. I, I was like, "Oh shit, he called him out." So, I didn't. I, maybe that's why the rivalry. They like, get they're trying to hype up a rivalry, and I mean, I think it's kind of like that. Like even in my class, a little bit. I think they're they were trying to push a little bit of Rispoli rivalry on me, and I'm like, man, we don't have a rivalry. Like from my end of it, at least. Like I like James a lot. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that that creates content. Uh, you know, there's. Definitely a lot of Team Carver fans. Definitely a lot of Team Meese fans, and they're complete opposite people. So it's easy to kind of contrast their personalities and what what they do. You know, it's you know, so the clash of uh, the easygoing racer that just is so mellow and kicks ass versus like the Rocky Junior Jared Meese, like take anybody out, steal his grandma, you know, do whatever, like do whatever it takes to win, take his grandma out if he had to. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of, kind of that. And yeah, uh, uh, Max Wales win was really cool. I mean, especially with his dad not being here, being in Australia, you know, they've, I've always thought it was crazy that they, they come over here to a foreign country for six, seven months out of the year. They're not home at all. They live in a motor home chasing a dream and, for Max to finally get his first win, I thought that was pretty cool, Sammy. Yeah, that was really cool. And, and you know, like you said right there, Corey, you know, I think it, it it's, it's so important uh, to have a guy from another place win um, on a lot of levels. You know, I think it helped legitimizes uh, AFT because it, it shows – people back in Australia or all around the world, like, Hey, it's important to go there because obviously people are doing it. And, uh, you know, I don't know Max well, but every time I talk to the guy and get to know him a little bit more and more and more, every time, you know, I see him, I talk to him a little bit. And every time I talk to him, I like the guy more and more and more. So I was super pumped to see him get that win. And, you know, big respect to anybody coming over overseas, you know, they're giving up a lot to, to, you know, from, from home, man. I mean, who, who likes to leave home? Nobody, you know, even on a weekend. So that guy gave up a different culture, food, you know, friends, family, all that to come here and, and put it all on the line. So, you know, when somebody does that, like, you know, Max or Ferran or, or Carduce or, or Oliver Brindley or Mick Kirkness, all these guys in the past, um, I always kind of pay attention to them because you know, in order to give all that up to come here and race, I'm like, man, these guys uh, got to be pretty serious. So to see Max get that win, I thought that was, uh, you know, definitely a, a big highlight of the weekend for sure. I thought that was that was really cool. So kudos to Max on uh, on that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I say, he's a good kid and <clears throat> he deserved that one. But uh, yeah, day two, back to day two, 450 class. Insane. insane i'm with you jake insane um production twins yeah just cory one yeah, it's yeah cool. but- um <laughs> but no it was uh yeah let, let's talk about the 450 race holy crap um like i said I, it was exciting to watch as a fan but as a racer i was i was like oh my god like but <clears throat> as i watched the race i was i was really impressed <sighs> how do i put this there wasn't a whole lot of dumb moves. Like they raced, there was a little bit of chaos at the beginning. Um, 
but it seemed like kind of the kind of the cream rose to the top at at the end. And I mean, there was a lot of them. And I mean, man, I was I was just waiting for it. I was just waiting for somebody to get smoked off the groove, something something crazy to happen, and it never did. They just raced hard and uh, and clean. It was uh, it was shit. That was probably one of the one of the best races I've you know I've probably ever seen. So um, that was cool. I, I was I was definitely pulling for Shay in that one. I mean, she kind of came from nowhere, and it was just like. Holy crap! You know, Shane is coming. Shane is coming. Shane is coming. And then red flag, uh, you know, with what two or three to go. And uh, I mean, those last. I wanted, I wanted to see a ten lap shootout. You know, um, it was kind of funny if you ask Jody. I was, I was on my phone looking up the rule book to see what was going to happen because <laughs> the the time had expired. So technically, they could have called the race according to the rule book. Um, so I'm looking, I'm like, is it five to go? Is it three to go? What, you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, scrolling through my phone, looking at the rule book and, you know, saw it was, you know, at least three laps to go. And, um, man, I, I guess, the, I guess tires were smoked from what I've seen. Some of the, some of the riders post, but, uh, man, I could have watched that for another eight minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it was. It yeah. was, uh, it was good. It was good. I, having a sibling in the race i didn't want it to go any longer i I actually (laughs) when she got in the third i was like all right cool like let's end it like take a podium from where from where she was i was like we'll accept that and then because i didn't know how her start would be you know her starts are hit or miss and she got a good restart i'm like oh shit it's on like like i thought she had a really good shot to win it and just came up short so Sometimes she pulls some magic, and I thought we were going to see some of that. But, you know, Dallas Daniels, he rode a, a really smart and good race, you know. So all those guys, like you said, there wasn't anything too too crazy. I think Shayna was the most aggressive because she came from so far in the pack. And that track's so weird on that back straightaway. You try and pass somebody on the inside, there's two other guys ahead of that rider, so you have to you have to check up. And then one or two guys roll around you on the outside. Like, it's such a weird shaped track that the like you get you can make one pass get bottled up on the inside and then two guys roll around you in turn three and four because basically when you get to the apex of one and two you're turning all the way until you get off of turn four i mean and even then you're kind of turning a bit it's it's kind of create it's a really weird weird shaped track and for me i was like you mentioned i was really struggling with it on friday we had a new a new bike we were trying and then Saturday, just I could go as fast as I wanted, as fast as the front end would allow me to go. Like, you know, the front end was so, so hooked up. My front was just completely plowing through the corners because of how much rear traction I had. And, yeah, and it was crazy. So singles race was was epic. I was super th- – it was like reminding me of the old Springfield Mile days in the 450s. I was – I was just, like, super relieved when it was over. I didn't really care who won. I was like, man, I just – you know, one one little mistake there can be treacherous. So uh, kudos to those kids for not even kids. A lot of them, you know, it's a mixed class now. And kudos to those guys for for being smart. And yeah, you mentioned the tire thing, Jake. I just want to touch upon that. I mean, I looked at Shayna's tire after the race, and it was almost as worn. I think I, Henry Wiles had a had tire picture. Her tire was pretty close to what that was, and and it seemed to work good at the end of the race. So. We can talk about the new DT4 tires later on the show, but yeah, I just um, yeah, just some food for thought. I mean, her, the more worn out her tire got, 
I, I look like it worked better. So um, just depends who you are, I guess. Yeah, um, I guess we can talk about the tires in a little bit more detail because I definitely learned – I felt over the weekend the most about the new tires than I had in any preseason testing. But that, like Jake's, but like everybody that watched that race, that race was absolutely insane. And I, you know, it's a lot of times, you know, we all know that sometimes that 450 class can be pretty like scary, you know, to watch. And um, although, you know, yeah, you know, I mean, they were all close. And I felt like for the first time, it looked like a seasoned group of riders dicing together versus some of the chaotic moves you we've seen in the past in that class. So, and I think cause guys are or guys, Shana, sorry, people are staying in that class longer now. And so they're they're You know, if you look at everybody that was in that front group, um, they're kind of seasoned writers, you know, I mean, I know Dallas is a young guy, but you know, it's, he, he's got a, a whole lot of, uh, of experience behind him and people helping him and mentoring him. So, you know, he, he's, he's not your typical, you know, fresh off your local district expert track and, and thrown to the wolves. So, like I said, you know, it seemed like, you know, it, although it was crazy and chaotic, it was, uh, it was the first 450 race I seen that was so close, but it looked like a seasoned group of riders. Um, with that said, I mean, you know, Shana was, super impressive uh where it seemed like she came out of nowhere and then there she was and then uh i got to give a little credit to uh brandon kitchen as well because that guy he uh you know he he had a at the end of last year you know he had a couple of good rides where he put in some good rides and and then next thing you know uh to come to the you know the first race weekend of the year and have him ride the way he did uh, to me that shows that he's on to something and those rides at the end of last year weren't a fluke so maybe he's a new guy to watch in that class but it, that 450 race was was i mean i you know uh, I didn't have any blood in it, so it was a little different for me to watch. I just got to watch it as a fan, and as a fan, that 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 was badass racing right there. That was good stuff. I think we're gonna see a lot of that this year. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of talent in that 450 class, middle that middle age talent. There's there's everything out there. So, um, yeah, I, that's gonna be exciting to watch. Um, I guess the the rest of the night, night two. Um, like I said, you know. Corey won the, you know, the uh, yeah. twins, you know. Anyway, on to bigger things. No, <laughs> no. Brutal. Brutal. no, but it looks like, uh, you know, night one, this is my take, you know, night one, it looked like, uh, could be wrong. It looked like they kind of came out trying something new, um, worked out okay. Not, not as, uh, not what they hoped for, I guess. Or, you know, watching, watching Corey the first night looked like struggled a little bit for grip. Uh, a little hung out, but uh, night two went back to old faithful, ripped the big hole shot, and uh, yeah, just kind of kind of slowly gapped him. And uh, I guess Sammy forgot to put gas in Ryan's bike. I don't know what happened there, um, but yeah, Ryan had another good ride going. Was I don't know if he was up in the second yet. It was you know third battle with Raspoli. Was right in the mix there, and you know had something happen. Um, so that kind of, yeah, I mean, it looked like looked like Ryan was, or it almost looked like for a second that the production twins was almost going to come out in like a three-way tie for the, the lead and the points or whatever. You know, it looked like it was going to be super tight. You know, Ryan breaking obviously kind of set him back a little bit, but 
Um, that championship's still really close. Uh, I mean, obviously only two races in the books, but um, it looks like that one's going to be pretty competitive as well. Um, Rispoli's, Rispoli's on it. Um, not saying I didn't expect it, but it looks like he he's you know another year on a on an XG, and you know it looks like he's going to be. He was in the hunt quite a bit last year, but I think he's he's learned a lot and he's going to be be in it a little bit more, and if not all the time this year. So uh, that's going to be cool to see. Um, have a Yamaha, Cowie, Harley, uh, all all battling for the front. So that'll be cool. Um, Corey, what do you think? How how was? Obviously, your Saturday night was way better than your Friday night. Um, but <laughs> what were my thoughts? What kind of what happened? Tried yeah. a little something the first night and went back to Old Faithful the second. And yeah, well, good. the first time I ever rode that the new bike was on Friday. I mean, well, we, I guess we tested a, a few laps on Thursday, which was nice. Um, but yeah, it was just a struggle on on Friday to be honest. And um, Ryan and James rode really well, and they were getting off the corner so much better than I was. It was just really frustrating. I, no matter what I tried or what we tried with the setup, just couldn't find that extra 10th or two that I needed to kind of run with them guys. And I, I was determined to kind of stick with that bike. Cause I just thought it would, it would be the bike of choice. And the second day we started off struggling again. And I was just like, dude, I'm going back to the old bike. And they're like, really? They're like, we just made all these changes to the other bike. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, I'm riding the old bike. I'm like, it'll be good. Trust me. And then, yeah, they're like, you want us to change anything? I'm like, nah, don't touch it. At this point, I just want to ride. <laughs> I was like over it. I was like, just, I just let me get, let me ride the bike. So went out and, uh, yeah, I think the last qualifier, it put a smile on my face, how good the bike felt. And I was like, all right, well, just got to just go out and ride and try and have some fun. I wasn't having very much fun on, on Friday night, but yeah, those clay half miles, man, Ryan is a, is a really good rider and, and it's going to be tough. You know, there's definitely, there's not a lot of diversity on the schedule this year, which kind of a bummer. Um, you know, hopefully if they add some races, hopefully there are some cushions or some miles or just a little bit of, of diversity and, you know, Ryan and, and even James, he's got Joe cop helping him and Joe's always been really good at setting bikes up and doing tricks that no one else is doing. Um, so, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be tough and, yeah, it'll be fun. I, I'm ready, though. I mean, I'm I'm excited to for the challenge. I think a lot of people wrote me off again <laughs> at the start of the year, which is fine. I'd rather kind of play that underdog role with less pressure that way. And um, hopefully some more guys, you know, show up in that class. There wasn't a ton of riders, so hopefully some more guys show up. Uh, Eslick grabbed the podium when uh, Varnes and Nick Armstrong broke. And just hoping that class gets some more riders as we – move on later in the year sammy what do you think yeah i'm with you Corey, on that you know a surprise for me in that class uh besides you winning Corey, that was a real surprise but <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no but uh, a surprise was uh eslick man i mean he was uh you know I, I hate to say this uh should i just say what i really think i'm just gonna say it all right i'm gonna go for it uh you know no disrespect to danny but like Lately, and I'm talking about like last year and a year before, it's like every time I see him ride, man, it's like he's losing it. He's getting worse and worse, you know, and it's like, man, come on. I, I know the guy's better than that. This guy won the Daytona 200. I seen him, you know, I seen him fling some dirt before. And, uh, you know, this weekend was, uh, I, you know, he's riding for uh, Big Tom McGrain and uh, McGrain Racing. And it was like he had a new 
spark uh, under his butt. You know, I don't know what, but he wrote pretty, pretty damn good, man. And so it was good to see like somebody different ride good. Um, that was good. Um, talking about, you know, for on my side of the things, Friday night was phenomenal. But, <laughs> you know, Ryan just had a really good night. Things clicked. Um, you know, in racing, sometimes things just, just everything falls into place and things work right. And um, and that was Ryan's night. And everything, you know, everything we we did to the motorcycle that night, you know, uh, was in the right direction. And Ryan was in a good place. And, and things just clicked for him. Um, Raspoli rode great both nights. Um, and, of course, he's coming off a pretty solid year. And I think, you know, he made a statement that he's here to run up front as well because uh, he ran up front all weekend. Um, and then, you know, Corey, not saying anything bad about you, but, you know, I think it was obvious that you were just a, like you said, maybe a tenth or two off, you know, not like you were, you're sucking balls, but you were just a little off on Friday night. I mean, you still got third. I mean, you know, hey, <laughs> you know, it's still a good night, man. You know, like there's a lot of people that never been up on the box before that are good riders. So it was still a good night, you know, way to, you know, defend your, your, your number one plate there. And then on Saturday, dude, I mean, I don't know, just you even walking around, you look like a completely different person on Saturday. And I think uh, that has a, uh, that plays a big role in any rider. When you feel good, you're going to ride good. And you look like you were feeling good. And, uh, you know, you went out there and it looks like, you know, you went back to old faithful and whatever, you know, things were clicking for you. And I knew you were going to be super tough on Saturday. And sure enough, like you, you were just, you know, like spot on. And, um, you know, the results showed that you were, you were gone, man. So that was a good ride. Um, so in a way, uh, you know, uh, the tank slapping podcast crew had a pretty good weekend. You know, we both got to somewhat share top of the box. So that was good. And that was fun. But, um, yeah, that, I, like you said, I wish there was more guys in that production twins class. I, I, you know, Nick Armstrong's in there. He was going really good on Thursday. Uh, I didn't really get to pay attention too much to him because kind of had our hands full on Saturday night. But I don't know if he had some issues or whatnot. But Nick's a good rider. And, you know, I wouldn't uh, be surprised to see him up there in the mix at some point this year. And um, it's definitely going to be, a, you know, I think all three classes are are pretty stout you know they really are that that's my take on, on the production twins class uh for the weekend the super twins um and the time main events what, what were your guys' thoughts on that and what was your whole take 38 laps <laughs> <laughs> too many i think um 38 laps in the 450 class yeah all day long i don't know i, I don't know if it's going to be that way all season or what but I don't know. I, I just just in uh, experience and I don't know what I've seen most of my career in that premier class and comes down to the end. Right. I mean, typically in that class, one guy usually just rises above the rest. You know, Jared Mees is on and nobody's touching him. There's not uh, a Bell lot of on. late charges. You're saying like it's it gets yeah, spread out pretty quick. It yeah. does. It does. I mean, there are there are cases where it's like okay, you know, obviously the miles things like that. It's hard to get separation, but man, clay half miles. You know, certain places like that. I yeah. man, I think the more the more the laps, the just the more spread out it gets. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I. I there were a couple does, last yeah. corner passes though, like Friday. Yeah. 
Breyer snuck in under yep. Sammy, which I couldn't believe he made that pass stick. And then the last, the last night said the Saturday night race. I don't know if they showed it on the coverage, but watching it live, there was a pretty intense battle. I think it was like Brandon Price, Davis Fisher, Bronson, and Sammy. I think Sammy returned the favor to Brandon Price, drifted drifted him wide. I don't know. It was chaos there at the end. I didn't know who finished where, but. So, yeah, it's, occasionally it happens, but, yeah, I'm with you. It was pretty long, and I knew everybody was running the, the – and we'll talk about tires a little bit, but I knew, I knew everybody was running the the, the, the five, the, the softer comp- – well, the medium compound. And I was getting, like, a little bit nervous uh, the second night with the tires because of how fast the track was and how abrasive. I didn't want guys to start throwing tires all over the place. That could that could be pretty dangerous on a on a track like that. So – you know, Breyer pretty much settled in the second. I was really expecting Breyer to, to be the guy to beat. You know, he was looking fast all day. And, you know, uh, so once Mies capped Breyer, you know, I'm obviously one of Breyer's buds. And I'm like, man, just conserve the tire, dude. Like, you have a straightaway over third. And I was just praying, like, no tires were going to come loose because that is a long race, especially for medium compound tires. So for the production in the singles, it's really cool that we have more laps you know I, I like that a lot but the um you know the super twins maybe maybe we had we were eight minutes plus two maybe give them nine minutes plus two i, <laughs> I don't know like maybe just a, a few less laps that was that was a lot of laps so yeah it just uh yeah like i said it just kind of gets too spread out and i don't know yeah I'll keep my mouth shut. I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> text, text me, Jake, and I'll say it. <laughs> but no, you know, like the the laps, the uh, you know, I, I mean, that that was a long main event, and you know, talking about like the coverage, it didn't really kind of obviously it's hard to once everybody gets so spread out and there's motorcycles everywhere. Um, you know, the race for the lead, there really wasn't a race, so both nights were kind of boring, you know, in that aspect. Uh, you know, uh, there was a couple good passes here and there. The best racing in the in the Super Twins class that I saw all weekend during the main event would have to be Davis Fisher on night two. That guy was, like, back, don't quote me, but he was, like, back in 12th, and he was back there for a while. And then, like, it seemed like, I don't know, maybe like lap 20, somewhere in there, you know, like a good way into the race. Like Davis just started coming, man. He was coming and he was just like cutting laps and gaining on people and making passes. And then he caught up to, to like Corey said, that group with uh, Price and, and, and B-Rob and, you know, he, he finished fifth and he was coming hard, man. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I think a few more laps, who, who knows? I mean, I, I don't think he would have caught the, you know, first, second or third, but maybe he would have pulled fourth. I don't know. I mean, he was coming. I, I think in the super twins class for me, the guy that was the highlight was Davis Fisher. Cause uh, he started in the back and he was running around there by himself. And then next thing you know, man, he was coming and he made a lot of passes. That was, uh, that was impressive. Um, I, yeah, I, I guess the Harleys, do we want to talk about the Harley deal at all? I know they probably weren't too thrilled. Uh, Dalton, I think he Dalton had a good ride on Friday. On Friday. Yeah, he, he finished got seventh, which seventh. was pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I, I thought they did all right. Um, yeah, the, the Super Twins class, there was no surprises to me. Everyone kind of 
finished where, you know, in or around where I thought they would have finished. There wasn't anything crazy besides the Carver me steal. And that even wasn't crazy. So they had to make it crazy because it wasn't that there was nothing really, nothing really to talk about in super twins and people are getting kind of bored with it. Uh, so, you know, no one likes to see a runaway, but I don't know. Mies had a good weekend. So sometimes like for me, I, I respect, like, I like good racing, but I also, like, I have a lot of respect for people that can that can dominate races and weekends and sports and things like that because I know how hard it is, and it's not easy to do it. He made it look easy, but shit's not easy, man. It's it's not easy at all. So it's uh, having a different different outlook on it for sure. You know, the, uh, the time main events I liked. Um, I guess we could talk about the four-rider Four riders per row is fine. I don't think that's a big deal. I mean, I think Dallas was row two, and Shayna was row three in the singles class the second day, and Meese was row two, super twins. Eslick was row two both weekends, or both races in production, so it's not a huge deal. I, I think it's better. I think it's better being spread out a bit. It's not as crammed up going into turn one. You know, some guys don't like it, but I think so many people are just, they're so stuck on tradition. They just, it could be a really good idea and you just might not like it because of the tradition aspect. Uh, what do you think, Jake? Yeah, I, I, I think it was fine. Um, you know, like watching everyone go through turn one, honestly, it didn't look a whole lot different than three rows of six or whatever it was. Um, but one thing I did notice, I don't know if it just looked that way on TV or what, but I don't think it didn't look like the rows were as far apart as they yeah, actually said they were going to be. Cause I remember when, when it all first came out and it was, wasn't it supposed to be like, twenty five feet. it was 24 before now. And then it was supposed to be 25, but I don't like I said I don't know if it was just the angle or the TV or whatever, but it almost looked like the rows were right on top of each other. Yeah. Um, so, ah, uh, you know, so yeah, okay, you know, you know, you're not going in six wide or whatever. So, I I think whether they made that adjustment on purpose or whatever, I think I think that was good. Um, the one thing I did like about it was uh, having specific. Uh, starting blocks or spots, you know what I mean? Like each, each spot on each row had what, like a two foot wide yeah. um, spot that you had to be in that box. And um, I, I've suggested that years ago, um, just when you go to places like, obviously Volusia doesn't matter. You know, some of the hard pack tracks don't matter, but you go to Lima or somewhere deep, um, you know, by the end of the night, there's about 14 different ruts on the front row. Cause guys are lining up in between ruts and it's just, you know, it's like, okay, well let's just mark out six spots. This is, you know, you want to start in spot one. Well, that's your ruts, you know? So I feel like, um, you know, giving that little box and, and only giving so much area for riders to choose. Um, I think that will make start a little more fair maybe, um, you know, but again, there, there's not, I don't think there's any cushion tracks on the schedule. So, um, you know, they're all, they're all pretty much going to be hard packed for, for the most part, who knows what's going to change, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I feel bad for the guys on row five, <laughs> but, uh, for the most part, uh, it seemed to, it seemed 
I mean, there was, I guess, I guess it worked. There was no really, not very many first corner or first lap crashes, if any, that I saw. I just didn't like, so. I didn't like how we had to pick the, like, now you have to pick the row you qualify in. Uh, in years yeah. past, if you qualified, you know, say you qualified fourth or fifth, you could pick outside second row. And a track like Volusia, where you're so close to the groove on the outside, if I had third or fourth pick, you know, or, or seventh or eighth pick, I'd go one row back on the outside. You know, it's kind of playing strategy a bit. Like if I'm running third, I'm sorry, if I'm running second in a semi on a track like that, I might let somebody pass me and try and get a better spot on the outside second row. I know it sounds crazy, but one year at Volusia, I had second pick at, a, at an all-star race. And since, instead of starting second on the outside, I picked I picked second row outside, and I was second going into the corner. So some tracks, it just, you know, I, I didn't understand that. If you if you earn a spot, you know, sometimes the second row outside is much better than the first row inside. So I'm not a, I'm not super stoked on that on that rule. But everything else with the four rider row, like you said, the blocks and all that shit, it's definitely definitely easy and a, and a lot better to. Uh, to do to do that, Sammy. What do you think? I was like, hey, well, maybe that's where strategy comes in. And you let someone pass you in a semi, <laughs> so you can be out on the outside of the back row and change the game up, man. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, go on yeah. by. Actually, I got I got something funny for you. The uh, I'll let you go in a second, but I I wanted to bring this up. I uh, so like the second day in the main event, I'm, I'm watching the clock. I knew I had a pretty big lead and uh, coming around like it's 50 seconds and it's. 25 seconds then it's <clears throat> I, I know it's going to be close when i'm when i'm coming around to like the time being up so i come off turn four and i like let off i see the clock it's like four three and i'm like <laughs> I, I like started to roll off the throttle like i had a couple tenths slower lap time that lap because i was thinking about waiting till it got to zero i'm like looking back and i was like ah, i better just go so i went and it was like it was like right at the timer. Like I was going to just try and run the clock out. Cause I've watched that in Supercross before where guys have huge leads and they'll roll across there with like a second or two left. It's like, man, let it run out. <laughs> you have one less lap. So I, I, I almost played that strategy card. I, I kind of blew it, but I guess it was right on the money. So they, they gave me two laps to go anyway or whatever. But it's like, I was, yeah. I was, that's, a, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and then uh, as far as like the four row, I guess uh, nobody jumped the start. So if you're on the front row and you jump the start, that's when that's going to suck. <laughs> you got sure. a long way to go. <laughs> long way back man i mean that's like you know like that's a long way to go so uh that's gonna suck for whoever does that and you know it's gonna happen but um hey you know same for everybody so don't jump uh but as far as like just watching it on uh you know you know through the app um especially like the you know i was watching the super twins main today i watched both of them uh and uh it looked like it. It looked like a cool grid, you know. There were so many guys, and they were so like evenly spaced. It, it's kind of like watching a MotoGP, you know, grid take off. It looks kind of cool to see a pack of guys that way. Um, just so many rows for it. Looked kind of uniform. It looked cool, but that's just a total fan perspective there. But um, you know, it, it seemed fine. I don't think anybody had a problem with it. I don't think there's a real big disadvantage to starting you know, uh, second row or whatever. Uh, and everything seemed clean, you know, first lap, first turn. So like I said, the only thing bad about that I see is, uh, if you 
if you're an idiot and you jump, <laughs> then it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess that that's all right. Um, that yeah, that was pretty much. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else to talk about uh, over the race weekend as far as all that's concerned? Corey, you got anything? Yeah, I mean, it was just weird. It was weird not having fans. It was. You know, it was not having my family in the pits, you know, that there we're not allowed to have kids in the pits right now. So my wife and crews, they couldn't be in the pits. So that was definitely weird. It was crazy uh, winning the race and looking over and seeing them in the in the front row of the grandstand. So definitely a lot of emotion there. Um, everybody wearing masks. You know, I wasn't a big fan of wearing a mask on the podium. I was kind of hoping they would take like the Supercross route. And we'd each we we would each go up individually, and they'd have like a pole where we could like talk with our masks off. I mean, great hard. I'm in pretty good shape, but you run that hard, and then you put a mask on when you're trying to recover and catch your breath, and it's just tough to have a mask on on the podium in in the Florida heat. You know, I don't think it's you're outside like that. I I think there could be a better way to do the podium speeches and things like that. But yeah, I mean, everyone wearing masks. It was it was weird. I mean, it was definitely. I get it, but you know it's it was definitely weird a weird atmosphere, you know having pits in our you know having mass in our pits, all that shit. It was definitely a, a different a different vibe, but everyone was pretty pretty grateful to be there and and being able to race. So um, yeah, I don't know, Jake. What do you what do you think, man? Any, anything else on your end before we kind of talk about what you've been up to and your plans moving forward? Uh, no, that was about it. Um... I guess my question is, what's next? I mean, obviously, Lima's off the schedule, or you know, or postponed, whatever it is. Uh, what rounds three and four is what in like a month and a half, um, and the venue is not even really locked in yet. From what I, I mean, I'm not on the inside anymore, so I, I don't really know, but. Yeah, I don't know. It'd just be interesting to see what, uh, you know, I've heard some changes and some possible races added and different things going on. So it'd just be exciting to see what the, what the, what the rest of the series holds, um, you know, kind of almost going into another little bit of an off season right now. Huh? I mean, unless they throw something in, three. but yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be Lima next weekend and a month off. So I mean, so basically it's a month and a half uh, of kind of I mean, sitting around and hope, waiting and hopefully it's stewing a month again. And a half. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's, it's a month, just a month and a half. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I don't know. There's uh, you know, there's, there's word around the campfire about a few things that might be happening, you know, just between us, us girls talking in the pits, but you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess, uh, I'll, you know, I think we mentioned it on, on a couple episodes ago, but there's a little rumor that, um, which I'm, I'm like, I'm doing rain dances or whatever you want to call them, juju dances, hoping that this happens. Uh, <laughs> Andy, man, I want Andy to be on the schedule again. Uh, I, I love Indy. It's like one of my favorite racetracks. Uh, I love everything about it. And uh, as most of you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I collect dirt from racetracks. And that's one racetrack I don't have dirt from for some reason. So I'm really hoping Indy runs so I can get my dirt and we can, you know, go to Indy again because that place is, is badass. Yeah, it's funny, man. I, I see people that collect dirt. I I think Chris Carr has some dirt in his basement. I don't have any dirt saved, but one year at Daytona Short Track, 
I came back home. I washed my bike. I walked around to the front of it. There was like a boulder rock sticking to my radiator, like <laughs> like a massive rock. It didn't take it didn't take the radiator out, so I I just grabbed that rock and it's still sitting on like the side of my toolbox like ten years <laughs> later. So I have a rock from Daytona, but I, I don't collect any I don't collect any dirt. But yeah, I don't know, man. Indy, I, I yeah, Indy would be awesome. That's where I made my first main event. So there's just some definitely some special memories there. I like I like miles. Anything anything different. I just want some. I want more of a diverse schedule. I want some cushions. I want some miles. I want rough racetracks, smooth racetracks. I want some TTs even. Uh, Jake, Jake, what do you got? Oh, some dirt. What, Jake, I got yeah, some Daytona, uh, short track. Daytona, Daytona short track, short track dirt. March 10th, 2005. Uh, Jody, she would, she would save a bunch of dirt, like from the races I would win. Um, I, I got a lot of, I got a lot there. of Daytona dirt. I could probably build my own track in my backyard. <laughs> That's um, cool. And then I got, I don't know. There's some red clay here that actually still looks wet, but there's it, no, there's no track on it. It's not, it's probably, it, that wasn't, that wasn't from an AFT or an AMA race. If it still has moisture in it. <laughs> <laughs> i will say the tracks were pretty good this weekend like i was a little nervous like as good as they could have been like day two i was actually surprised it was it was it was better than better than i anticipated so uh yeah we, we'd like to give them shit because sometimes they, they miss the mark but uh, they, they did a pretty good job this weekend. I, I, I got to give credit. Say, for I was too. totally impressed with the race. Yeah. I was, man. I, that, they did a phenomenal job for as hot as it was. Hey, I know you guys are in shape, but I'm not. So it was hot. It was brutal. Bro, man. I got to the track <laughs> on, I got to the track on Saturday and y'all were in your pits with your shirts off. It was like oh. you, the Reverend. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, dude, they are vibing right now. Like Kevin had like a bandana on his face, like on his head. <laughs> Y'all had your shirts off, just like the vibes, man. It was, it was, we, we, it was well, we, you know, that was Saturday because we had to get there a little extra early because obviously we had work to do on motorcycles since we raced Friday night. But it was, it was, it was brutal. And so you get there, and I was like, I look down, I'm like, my, you know, you're trying to work on stuff, and your shirt's sticking to you because it's so wet. And I'm like, screw this. I'm just taking my shirt off, you know. I put it on the, I put it on the, you know, <laughs> hung it off the side of the van, man, to dry. And uh, the next, you know, you know, yeah, here comes Kevin with no shirt. And I was like, all right, we're belly brothers, <laughs> you know. We're just. <laughs> and then, and and then, uh, yeah. So sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back to the, uh, to the track prep. You know what? One thing I saw on uh, watching it on whatever track pass, you know, who is in their glory or who was in their glory at Volusia over the weekend? Who's that? Steve Moorhead. <laughs> Did you see that badass air conditioned enclosed sweeper he had to, he had to <laughs> run this weekend? He was loving it. <laughs> normally, normally that dude is like, Whatever color the dirt is, that's what color he is, you know, because it's just he just dusts himself out unless he likes that. But he, you know he had full air conditioning. He was loving life. You know what? You're right, man, because I didn't put that together. But Steve was in a pretty damn good mood at the end of the night. And that must be why he was smiles, man. I was like, all right, Steve, pretty happy for some reason. <laughs> uh, that You know what? That's why. Now, now I know why. Yep. 
Yeah, I guess we could talk about. Well, I wouldn't bring it up because I don't know. I'm just like it's not like my cup of tea. But we had a, we had a rider. We had a rider in it. It was the Astro Cup, man. I mean, what a, Kevin was waxing their asses all weekend. <laughs> he had the half a second on them, and then. I, I, I look at the results and he got third. I was like, what the shit happened? Like, what was the deal? I didn't I didn't catch it. I mean, uh, like I said, well, I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a huge Astro fan right now. Eventually, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a factory Astro team and I'm gonna whoop some ass. Uh, but I'm not to that point in my career yet. So, well, I, I was rooting for Reverend, but yeah, third. What what the shit? What happened? Well, man, you know. Uh, you know, Jackie Mitchell and Charlie Roberts, man, they ride rocket ships. Those things are stupid fast. So, uh, you know, uh, Kevin, was, he's like, man, we got to make this thing as fast as possible. Let's lean this thing out a little bit, you know. And so he went out there and held it wide open for too long. And uh, it was just he should have let it breathe, man, just once or something, you know. It's like, man, give that thing a break, you know. So uh, he went into turn one and the thing started to seize and uh, he had a big enough lead. Uh, he reached, he was smart enough to reach down and pull the choke, you know. And uh, next thing you know, the thing kind of took off again when he did that. And so he goes into turn three like he's tucked for a mile, you know, with his hand in the carburetor. And the thing takes off. And, uh, yeah, he still got third though and then the best part, well i don't know i don't know his best part for me because it was funny uh probably the worst part for charlie roberts but like charlie's coming around like charlie's winning the thing it's done it's over write the check charlie you want it and i don't know what charlie did i watched the video he's he, He's like, oh, there was a lapper in the way, but like, man, maybe Charlie needs some Coke bottle glasses because that guy was <laughs> nowhere close. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie like chopped the throttle, and next thing you know, like Jackie Mitchell goes from third and wins the thing. And if you look at the scoring, it was like by point oh oh one. I saw that. <laughs> I didn't it was, see the it race. It was a finish, man. man. It was a race. <laughs> well, it's like Dallas, dude. I didn't know he was fist pumping. Like I couldn't see it from where I was watching. Oh, we yeah. almost threw the race cheering. Like I was like, no way. I was like, I didn't know because I knew it was close. I was like, oh shit, she almost got him. I didn't know he was fist pumping. Like, oh yeah, man. I, I mean, you that. live and I re- learn. Like I rewatched the races today because you know we got back. You know, from takes time to come home. But so I had to, re- had to rewatch everything today. And I was like, oh, man, he came out of the corner and started fist pumping. I'm like, dude, it's still close. Like, you know, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, it's kind of sketchy to do that shit. Like, when you're in a pack of people, like, I mean, he's a smart kid. He was just emo- uh, pumped and emotional. But it's yeah. like, man, just just finish. Like, just finish. And, well, yeah, I kicked my leg. But I that was, that was uh, I don't know. what well, That was a spur of the moment, <laughs> spur of the moment thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, emotion takes over, man, obviously. Yeah. But- yeah, yeah. The old, the old dog pisser, man. I was just, you know, <laughs> kicking him out. <laughs> hey, but you know yeah, what? I, I forgot I did that until you sent me it, Carter. I, you sent me, I was like, oh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> like, what the hell? Uh, I love going on YouTube, man. There's like, there's like full on, like, you know, 15 minute clips of uh, guys that are like celebrate, just YouTube celebrate too early. And you see people like just blow it. Oh, yeah. Charlie Roberts needs to be on there. <laughs> I gotta it. check that out. I didn't know that's what happened. That's oh, yeah. that's uh that's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, 
Good for Jackie Mitchell grab, grabbing the dub. That's, that's hey, pretty it's awesome. not over till it's over, man. You know, Jackie, Jackie, hey, he raced to the end, man, and it paid off. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's that's pretty awesome. Uh, well, something else to talk about. The amateur nationals starting today, right now. I'm getting texts as we're doing the show. So, a lot of my a lot of my kids are out there racing. Guys, that help out. Uh, it's it's pretty cool that they're able to do that event. Jake, did you race amateur nationals? I don't. What years did you go out? Were you able to compete? <laughs> yeah, um, I wasn't uh, an annual amateur national guy. Um, I went my last two years on an eighty. Uh, 94, 95, uh, I think 94, I finished second overall to Roger Lee, um, 95. Was this pre, was this like chunky Roger Lee or skinny Roger Lee? It was, yeah, it was the chunky Raj. I mean, cause Raj is only a year older than me. So 94, yeah, we were 10, 11 years old. Okay. So, yeah. So he was he was he was chunk, chunky Roger. I mean, he was pulling he was Roger. pulling whole shots. He was yeah. pulling whole shots. But no, I mean he was fast. Uh, I ended up beating him on the TT, but I think he got me half mile short track, whatever it was. But so he won won that year. And man, I don't even remember who won in '95. I think it was uh, I think it was Jake Holden, um, road wow. race guy. Went on the road race, rode for Jordan. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, finished second, I think two years in a row on an 80 and then didn't go back until my last two years amateur, uh, 99 and 2000, uh, in Indy. And, uh, I forget, I rode, you know, 250, 250 mod and 600 or whatever it was. And won the 250 title, the one year won some races, but yeah, I mean, as far as amateur nationals, I, you know, didn't win the Horizon Award, never won any of that stuff. Um, so we were kind of low key as amateurs. Um, just, yeah, I mean, really, just didn't have the money to go, you know, every year. So we kind of went to the, went the years that counted. Um, you know, I, I feel like the eighty class, you know, it's like your last hurrah on a mini bike you know what i mean once you move up to a 125 or 250 or whatever so so we did my last two years on an 80 and then my last two years amateur and uh yeah won won some races won shit i think only one amateur national championship i think did they have the horizon award back then not yeah not not, not being funny did they, okay <laughs> no they did yeah because um my first year well i guess i wasn't eligible for it that year but it was uh in 99 it was 99 yeah uh brian smith and tony myring split it tony uh, myring they uh tiger which was crazy because you know the horizon award supposed to be like uh you know obviously that fast upcoming kid good sportsmanship da 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 this and those two guys every time they're on the track one of them took the other one out like it was just bad and i mean uh, yeah, I never liked the Dual Horizon Award. They've done that a few times. It's like pick one. Like mm-hmm. it's just all America, like participation ribbon shit. Why did they, they do that? Were they tied in points or something? I don't even know. I'm not even they really sure. Like they did it for they do like uh, a, Cummings and Logan Myers too. They should do like a five lap shootout then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something fight in the pits, like tag team match with like dad and son, like 
something Dad. like cornhole. Pick just pick a Horizon Award winner, man. I don't like the dual, the dual Horizon Award. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just, just pick one up and on that bikes and race for it. The dads. <laughs> that, the moms <laughs> yeah well amateur nationals is a cool thing i have a lot of good memories from that event and it's cool that they're that they're able to do that and yeah so we'll probably touch upon that the next show we'll hopefully talk about a horizon award winner hopefully from the ctr team that'd be cool i, I have a uh, chase Sathoff. I guess he's the only one, or Logan McGrain as well. Yeah, Logan, I guess is he's probably 15, 14. So, yeah, a couple kids that should do really well. All my kids, I'm expecting good things. There's some good riders, but, yeah, should be good. Uh, Jake, let's let's get to the nitty-gritty, man. Where What were you doing? You, you didn't forget about the race, so what, what was what was uh, going on, man? Well, you want the long story or the short story? Um... <laughs> whatever like all right i'll give you the i'll give you the medium story slam your beer and then tell us there, well it's already gone actually uh, all right perfect timing tell us we're all so, drinking different beers tonight <laughs> yeah so going back oh uh, yeah i don't know back in the winter decided to kind of do my own thing got some help you know got some uh Indian Oklahoma City coming on to help out with a bike. Um, had another guy help out with a bike. You know, was kind of slowly putting it together, and uh, you know, so was going to do the wild card thing. So, um, I guess a lot of the fans probably don't know the whole the whole deal. Well, uh, I was going to try to get a full time spot, but there's a lot of stipulations that come along with that. So. Uh, I'm running my own thing, so part of that is if, you know, part of the contract, I believe, is no matter what, you know, you have to have one of your motorcycle on the track at every round. So me doing my own thing, if I were to get, you know, go to Daytona, whatever, get hurt, um, not only would I be home hurt, but I'd still be responsible to have my bike on the track, you know, put somebody else on it. So. I didn't really want to do that. Um, it just didn't make sense to me if I'm going to be sitting on the couch hurt, um, not making any money, you know, and then spending money to put somebody else on my bike. So, uh, so I went the wild card route and we kind of went back and forth a little bit and, um, you know, kind of was, you know, had it all planned out was pretty much going to do every round. Uh, the only ones for me that were questionable were, um, the two California rounds at the time. Um, was just kind of going to see how it was going to that point. Um, if it was doing well, uh, you know, obviously was going to, was going to figure it out and make the trip. But, uh, then, you know, the, the killer virus came and, you know, murder hornets and, and, you know, all, all the stuff happened. So, uh, you know, so everybody, everybody, as you know, everybody went on hold. So, okay, cool. Um, so it was kind of it was kind of weird for me. It was like, well, shit, that sucked. You know, I, you know, worked pretty hard this winter, put in a lot of miles, driving around the country, picking stuff up, getting stuff ready, you know, to go to Daytona and it get canceled. Okay, all right, you know, so now I got, all right, got some time to regroup, go over things, whatever. So dragging on, dragging on, dragging on, and what was it? About a month and a half 
month ago or so, whatever, they came out with a new revised schedule. So, okay, cool, great. So, get a phone call, and, okay, yeah, Jake, we got you down for 12 of the 18 rounds. What do you mean? I was going to do them all before. Ah, oh, well, things changed, da 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 so there, there's a lot that, that played into my decision. Um, obviously, with everything that's going on, uh, purses were cut. Contingency was cut. Uh, you know, I had some sponsors that had to back out because of all this. So it was kind of not making sense. Um, so, so uh, you know, I was like, okay, well, yeah, we can make it happen. Um, you know, we're only traveling once, racing twice. You know, we can we can figure this thing out. So then I get word that as a wild card, you know, I guess basically they get to pick and choose what races I can do. So uh, the races that were not on my list were uh, Williams Grove, which my hometown race. So I wasn't going to be able to do Williams Grove. Uh, Laconia, um, or whatever the Northeast U.S. race is supposed to be. Um, you know, I finished on the podium there last year, and then I wasn't going to be able to do the final two rounds in Daytona that were originally supposed to be Daytona short track, which I'd won a few times in the past. So I'm like, well, shit. Like, <laughs> the, th- the three racetracks that I was most looking forward to, um, I can't do. So, you know, not by my choice, you know, if I, if I could be there, I'd want to be there. So, so just with everything that, that kind of piled up, um, like I said, the, the cut purses and, uh, contingency and some sponsorship things and, you know, just, I don't know, the, the whole super twins thing and, and kind of the way that's going and me not being able to, Basically, you know, you know, I'm being told what races I can do and what I can't do. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That was just kind of the thing. It was like, well, you know, it it just doesn't make sense. So I I just kind of made the decision instead of, you know, running myself into the ground and and trying to make something happen this year and, you know, just kind of step back and, uh, you know, maybe start trying to – Start maybe try to start building something for next year, but uh, honestly, the that part of it, um, you know, I, I I try not to. I feel like I'm a pretty modest guy. Some people say I'm a dick. I guess maybe you know, Corey, you probably think I'm a dick or whatever. But um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I my problem was I, I felt like uh, you know a past champion in the series would hold some kind of seniority or something, but. Apparently that's not the case. So, um, so yeah, there was a lot of things that played into it, but some things I don't like, um, you know, where this, what the series is doing and, you know, some other things that were out of my control. So, um, just kind of made the the decision to, uh, just kind of sit this one out, see how, see how it goes. Um, obviously the rest of the season is a question mark, I guess. I mean, Obviously, you know, we all want to see racing happen and things like that, but we all, you know, see what's going on in the world and it, you know, nothing is, uh, nothing's a sure thing anymore. So, uh, so for me, there was just a lot of uncertainties, a lot of things I didn't like, um, a lot of things that just weren't making sense. So, 
Um, so yeah, so that was that was the medium medium length story. <laughs> so there's still a chance that we might see a maybe possibly. You're saying there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. Well, I figure you know I kind of left the door open. I don't know. I mean. I don't know if I'm eligible or whatever it is. Um, and obviously I don't, I'm not banking on this. I don't, you know, want to see this happen, but obviously the way that the super twins thing is set up, um, if somebody can't race, they need a replacement. So I'll, you know, I'm here standing on the corner with a sign, you know, we'll, you know, we'll race food or whatever. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not retired. And, and I think I've said it before. I'm never going to retire because I'm going to say it. There's, there's guys out there that have retired like probably about six times and they still show up every weekend. Name um, them. Call them out. It's not retirement. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm just, you know, I'm not ready to shut that door. Uh, no farewell tour yet. Yeah, no, there's no farewell tour. And, I think all and, the T-shirts you can sell, though, you know, go the Chris Crown Bar route. You farewell tour eventually. <laughs> yeah, like fair, when you farewell. decide to do it. Maybe, farewell. maybe, but I don't know. I, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not retired. I, I think I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I, I feel like. Maybe, uh, you know, I'm getting older, maybe a little smarter or dumber. I don't know what what the case is, but um, obviously racing, you know, didn't make sense for me this year. Um, it just wasn't going to, wasn't, you know, it wasn't going to make sense. A, um, true, a true sign of old age. He's exactly, wising up. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, I have a little girl now, you know, so, I, you know, she's, she's number one priority. So. Um, me, you know, she doesn't care if I race or not. So, um, obviously number one goal is, is to make sure she's taken care of. And, uh, um, but yeah, like I said, it just, uh, there's a lot of things that, that played into it and it just, uh, didn't make sense. And yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not retired. I'm not quitting. I'm not this, I'm not that. Um, yeah, just, uh, going to ride my motorbike, drink some beer, Maybe play some golf. Um, yeah, and, and just see what happens. Uh, maybe, you know, like I said, I'd like to try to maybe build something back for next season. Um, I feel like that was is the smart thing to do. Because, um, like I said, with what I had, it was uh, it was going to be a low-budget operation. We were, we were, <laughs> we were going to give it a go. We had some good bikes. Uh, you know, I had Mike Hacker in my corner. He was going to come help. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the most ideal situation to begin with. And then, obviously, everything else that's happened. And uh, just kind of, you know, st- stuck a nail in it, basically. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to continue to ride my motorbike, stay as in shape Jake Johnson can stay in, I guess. Uh, and, you know, You're in shape, dude. I just saw you. We just went riding last week and, and this, and it's, I told Jake's dad came out to the motor track with us and I was watching Jake ride and I was like, told, uh, told old Ed, I'm like, it's still fun watching that guy ride a motorcycle, man. Like 
just how loose he is on the bike and they don't make i don't want to pump jake up too much but they don't make talent like jake so it's just definitely fun watching him ride a bike whether it's pit bikes moto you know indian ftr or whatever so yeah people were asking man and i it's uh it, it would just i just wanted to, to you have fans out there that really care about you so we wanted to update them on what you've been up to yeah yeah obviously i was pretty quiet about it i guess um but was there was there any cool rumors you guys heard over the weekend? Like I was gonna ask that first, like before I kind of told my story. Was there anything like conspiracy theories out there or I, anything I just, crazy you guys I, heard? I told people you went to Razzles and when we never seen you come back out. You lost him to Razzles. <laughs> Dude, I saw him yesterday. He, he said was he was at there. Razzles. Yeah, I saw him yesterday. I don't know where he's at. <laughs> i didn't hear anything exciting honestly i but i wasn't near anybody dog i was in my pit like i don't like the c-virus man c-tex is uh is distance it's like funny man like people at the track like obviously some people are way way more easygoing about it than others and people like come try to talk to me and like they're walking toward me and talking and i'm walking backward like as they're coming near me i'm just like get away bro like, yeah yeah mcgrain gave me a hug like he like reached out the hug and i'm just like after the po on the podium i'm like eh, like the full on like head out like a giraffe to the side like, just, like, yeah it, it's like you don't know what you can do or what you can't do but i'm just like stay away bro like stay away yeah so when when uh obviously after daytona you know the the rona hit and um when was it when was that time we went to trailways that was probably mid late april probably mid-april the first yeah, time yeah early mid-april so it was kind of like i mean obviously when i got home from daytona like that's obviously when everything hit and everything got weird and um you know didn't really you know, I, I was, it was just, you didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't even know if I was allowed to go see my friends or my family. We were cleaning our mail. Yeah, it was just, it was just a weird, weird deal, right? So, Corey calls me one day or texts me or whatever. He's like, hey, I got Trailway Speedway, ran it or whatever. You know, we got some people coming out if you want to come. Cool. All right, yeah, cool. You know, give me a good chance to get out of my Indians and try some stuff out, whatever. So I'm pretty sure I was the first one there. So I pull in and find a parking spot, pull in, park. Cool, yeah. Next one in, I think it was it was Ryan, Kevin, and Sammy, and uh, they they pull in and you know, like I said, it was you know like they 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 were social distancing. They parked like 20 feet away, you know. It was like, but everybody was kind of like lining up and and you know kind of in the same area. Hey man, what's going on? You know, we're talking, whatever. Like. Should I keep my distance? Should I shake your hand? You know, like I said, it was that weird time. You didn't know what to do. So I'm getting all my stuff ready or whatever. I'm like, man, I wonder where Corey's at. And, like, we're probably, you know, like, turn two, like, further back from turn two on the outside. And I'm like, man, Corey set this deal up. Is he even coming? And I look down, and Corey is, like, all by himself. <laughs> Like all the way down and like turn three, like in the in the weeds. They didn't even mow the grass down there, you know. He just like, he's I'm like, what the heck, man? Like what? Hey, so I, yeah, so I walk down there and you know, like 
Yeah, I don't think you were being super weird. I was keep I I was keeping my distance, but uh, I'm texting Jake. He's at the track with me. Hey man, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I then I had to give you some money or whatever for the track rental, and I was respectful. I soaked it down in some Purell, and because uh, I could tell like every time somebody would hand you some money, you were, oh, uh, you were like you were cringing. You were cringing. Yeah. Well, that's the only time I seen Corey that day was when he was getting money. That was it. (laughs) Other than being on the track. (laughs) Yeah, like people try and like I don't know. People try to shake your hand and like some people are like, yeah, I just shook their hand. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm like, not me. I tell them I ain't doing it. I'll fist bump you or whatever. But don't don't. I ain't shaking hands yet. No, I'm a lot better with it. But that was that's funny, dude. You bring it back a couple months. Shit was serious, though. We were cleaning mail. Like, we were, it was like a different animal than it is now. Like, it's still like no joke. Like, I mean, it's still like, we still don't know a lot about it. But back then, it was like, I thought the world was ending, bro. I was ready to, I was stocking up bullets and burying cash in my backyard. I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> but, uh, I'll be over tomorrow. Yeah. I heard you need, yeah, some, land- time. I need some landscaping done. <laughs> I do actually. <laughs> I always need that done. I hate doing that shit. Uh, with the with the theme of the show, the boys are back in town. We are. Uh, we got a, another guest. We're gonna ring up and see what he's been up to. It's it's been a while. Yo, big dog. What's happening, boys? What up? We're, we're all here, man. Wanna. Want want to see what what's uh what's going on in the world of Noah Chambers, man? Dude, just working Monday nights, man. Fucking, I'm here from like, God, I don't know, eight in the morning till eleven eleven thirty at night. So Monday's a long day. I haven't talked to you. Did I uh, did I miss out? I bailed on you on Bud's Creek on Saturday. Did I miss anything? Um, it was. It was all right for the the first like half of the day, and then um, I mean obviously it got dry, but man, it was so hot. I think I drank like two and a half gallons of water, and I was still dehydrated. Like <laughs> it was just so hot. Where you been, man? I've not seen you. Like you were all all about short tracking and all this, and then last time I seen you was like Daytona Supercross. I, I think it was, or was there was that yeah was that Delaware short track after that. Yeah, definitely, because uh, Delaware Short Track was before uh, we were down in Florida. So, um, yeah, it was yeah. definitely uh, Daytona Supercross when was the last time I saw you. Yeah. What's up, man? Where you been? You, like, disappeared. I, I know I'm coming into the conversation <laughs> late. I don't know what you guys have been talking about, so I'm just going to ask you where you've been. No, all good, man. No, I mean, um, obviously, as soon as, as soon as they pulled the plug on Daytona, I came home, and I've just been here and i've been riding a lot i've been uh i've been riding a heck of a lot just just motocross for the most part though i mean i haven't done much uh much flat tracking at all i rode a couple times out at the farm on a little short track there but you know that's that's nothing serious um i mean i don't know i got i got really if if we're being honest man i got kind of bummed out they you know there's no tps or anything this year so that was kind of like a punch to the face for me and, and my hopes of trying to kind of race a little bit this year, you know? So, uh, I don't know. It's a bummer, but you know, what are you going to do? Sit here and bitch. So, I mean, I'm still going to race. Like I'm already, I'm 
pre-registered for I think five or six outdoor nationals for pro motocross. So I've been I've been working hard towards that. I've been riding like three four times three four times a week out in the sand pit by my house and stuff like that. So I'm still doing what I can, but it's no flat tracking right now. I think I'll do some local stuff, you know. Yeah. Did you watch the the Volusia stuff, the the singles? The singles national on Saturday. Did that get you hyped up to get in the mix of that, or what? I did, dude. I did. I watched. <laughs> I watched them both, man. I, I'll tell you what. I have. I have more friends that race flat track than I do that race motocross. So it's like, you know, rooting for everyone there. Um, it's just cool to watch it. <laughs> yeah, those four fifty. That four fifty race on Saturday was insane. Right, so were you setting uh, setting any lap records at Buds the other day? I mean. Are you, uh, well, uh, Buds isn't even on the schedule, so it doesn't even matter, huh? I um, know, man. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of weird. Hey, thanks, man. Have a good night. <laughs> He's in a store. Oh, yeah. yeah so, sorry, I, so I am at work, so I'm. <laughs> Essential. Yeah, dude, you know, I was swinging it. Guys getting some slushies. Hold up. <laughs> Are you in the van, though? Are you in the van right now? Are you driving your van? No, I'm I'm sitting behind the register right now. It's seven ninety nine bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you need a receipt? Ah oh, man. Slushy job. Yeah, dude. They slap on a cop like this. <laughs> Alright, man. Have a good night. All right. Thanks. Uh no, lap times at buds. I don't know. I did like did like two thirties. I think my best lap time was like a like a 201 or something like that. I don't know. All right. I'm not a motocross guy, flat. but I've, I've been to Bud's. What's like, uh, you, you know, like what, what's Roxon's lap time? Well, okay. So that's, that's, that's interesting. So if you look at like Tomac's fastest lap time from like national day or Roxon's fastest lap time from like the day of the national, typically if you go there on like a regular practice day during the week, you can run that same exact fucking time. And then, like, you go to the national, and your last time is, like, 25 seconds slower. So <laughs> it is just it's the most frustrating thing ever because, like, I remember I even had – I ran into that same issue with Thunder Valley, dude. I was like, oh, man, I'm running, like, 159s right now. I was like, Tomac's fastest lap time last year was a 158. I'm like, there's no way – you know, then I'm not going to make it. I show up, dude. Last time was dog shit. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but it's just, I don't know, man. The track conditions are just so much different, you know? Yeah. Well, we did a pagoda practice day and it was like the first real moto track. I think I've ever done like a, like a Northeast moto track, non-sand. And they just like chunk it up and soak it. And I went out in the first practice, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude! This is uh, this is pretty tough." Like, uh, it was like a challenge just to get around the track. It felt like so. <laughs> I can imagine a, a pro moto is probably worse than that. It's just like dig it up, chunk it up, let it let it get really ruddy. So it's probably probably a lot more technical. Yeah, it's um. Honestly, it's it's the worst track you're ever going to ride. Like, you go out there, and the whole time you're just like, I fucking hate this. Why am I? Like, this is stupid. The track sucks. Because I'm always in, the, always in, like, the 450B session practice or whatever they call it. And um, the track's terrible. I mean, it's muddy. You have, like, the worst kind of ruts you can imagine. Everybody's 
going buck wild, running into each other. It's literally terrible. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. well. <laughs> Dude, we were in we were in Florida. We just had our national down there. The, the the last time you were doing flat track was Daytona. So we're doing a boys. The boys are back in town. Tank slapping show. We we gotta have you on. You missed Razzles, man. I mean, you gotta wear a mask in there now. But I'm sure it was still popping off. You have to wear a mask in Razzles now. <laughs> Dude, honestly. Like masks don't exist in Florida. Like there's guys that were walking. They walked. We went to get ice at the gas station, and a dude walked in there with no shoes, no shirt, no mask. <laughs> dude, imagine, dude, masks at Razzles would be a game changer. Imagine what Chambers would leave with, with a mask, with a mask on. What, I'll tell you what, right now. Imagine the surprise when you get you get back to the hotel or the house or whatever. When that mask comes and you off. you that thing off. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, nah, dude. I mean, honestly, I think I'd probably pass out in that fucking place if I had a mask on. I'd be, <laughs> yeah. I'd be so tuned in. I'd be, it'd be so hot. I would probably not be able to breathe. Hold up. I'm going to get a phone call from the from the store phone. Let's take this. Thank you for coming call. Better bit. Hello? Uh, 11 o'clock, man. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, hi, dude. Nah, he was he was rambling. Yeah, it's tougher than a 30 minute moto. I mean, you leave there, you're sore the next day. Like you can barely you're walk. Oh, you're gas. You're gas. Hey, the no best. You, you get a workout in Razzles, man. You leave there, you're, you you get a workout, man. Your legs are hurting because you had so many drinks. You're like pulling stupid dance moves on the floor. You you know, like yeah, it's a workout. And let's be honest. I mean, I'd like to say we've all been to Razzles, right? You guys have all been there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think a mask. That place is so dirty to begin with. I don't think a mask is gonna. I mean, if you're in there, you're asking for something nasty to happen to you. So I was gonna say, mask, if you can survive Razzles, if you can survive Razzles, you can survive anything. Like if if you've been through that, it's it's like a yeah, you're you're good for life. <laughs> Like, have you ever have you been tested for the the COVID antibodies after your Razzles experience in the in the spring? <laughs> I I have not, but I don't know. Like, dude, I honestly could have gotten it from like I could have I could have had it. I I don't know. I mean, you were deathly you ill for a little bit, weren't you? It's hard to say. <laughs> it's hard to but say. I mean. I'm trying to think the last time we went in there, it was like, it was like Corona season. Corona was kicking up down in Florida and I know dang well, like we were getting after it in there. Like at least I was. So if there wasn't any Rona floating around in there, that shocked me. But I know there was, I mean, I can't believe dude. Well, the way you were coughing, you guys know that. You're coughing up for we all were for a couple of weeks. You did a GNCC like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, dude. I thought about that long and hard. I mean, dude, like I literally could have had the we could have had the Rona. I have no idea. Like, but that was a bad cough for like two weeks. You guys remember that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the, I, and yeah, you know, I raced that GNCC. Yeah, I remember that. That's nuts. Because uh, you got tuned up at Razzles, didn't you, before the GNCC? Uh, I think, like, yeah, maybe, like, a couple nights beforehand. I mean, I kind of went to that I went to that race with, just like an idiot, dude. I had, like, nothing. Didn't even have hand guards on the bike. 
No, no big tank. I had the bike was ragged out, and I showed up late. But I raced it. I mean, hey, just maybe we should tell everybody. You know, we're all talking about Razzles because we know what it is. And if you've been to Daytona, you pretty much know what Razzles is. But we had a lot of people that listen to the show from actually all around the world, kind of. So there's probably a lot of people going, "What the hell are these guys talking about?" Corey, yeah, you wanna just you wanna drop some knowledge on some people? Tell them oh, about it's the night, it's the nightclub of the world. It's the people's nightclub. I mean, it's any racer that has been in race in Daytona has been the Razzles from the Danny Eslicks to the Jason Lawrences to the Mookie to the you know Noah Chambers. The everyone's been everyone's been up in Razzles and it. I, you couldn't pay me thousand dollars to walk around there with my shoes off. Like that place is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> But we, hey, but you like, know what? Uh, I've like seen a, a lot of girls in there with their shoes off. A rite of passage, dude. Like you have to go. Like you have to like, at least experience it once. Like you leave there and you're you're. It's it's yeah. I, I can't even describe it. Just Google Razzles. Just Google it up. I have some, dude. I think I have some pictures of me of at Razzles on the dance floor. Um, I'll have to go through the archives and see what I got of myself in there. We'll but, I mean, that's vids up on the, on the Instagram story or something. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, more than welcome to. I, you know, I don't I'm, care. <laughs> I, I'm just glad that video cell phones weren't like a big thing when I was in Razzles. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been around, Sammy? How old are, you were back? What was this? Pre-cell phone days? You're a pioneer. No, no, I was there. It was like chirp days, you know. Everybody was chirping. Next cell, <laughs> little you know, and, MC and that was on worse the because, like, on the DJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like everybody was in the chirp phones. Do you remember those? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the next cell chirps. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, then people would always say stupid shit into them when you were like somewhere yeah. that you're standing in line at the grocery know, store. That stuff shouldn't have been hey, said. You know, yeah. 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 You got yeah, just like yeah. your razor flip phones in there. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't think Chambers was I don't think Chambers was born yet. I mean Sammy, what was the first year you went there? First year I went where? To Daytona? Razzle. Oh, in the nineties? Holy <laughs> shit, dude. So I wasn't born till ninety nine, so think about that. You yeah. were in Razzles getting nasty and I wasn't even like I wasn't yeah. even a cell yet. No, like down to like purple rain on the day. Yeah, I was doing like <laughs> I was doing the worm on the floor and razzles. You're found you were like in your father. mom's stomach. <laughs> yeah, that's probably before it was even nasty. Like think of all the creatures that have been in there since y'all since you were there, man. Uh, so many creatures. Like I might have walked around barefoot when you were there, Sammy. It was probably fresh. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was fresh, man. Yeah. 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 You know, like at one time people actually bought shag carpet, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, same kind of deal. <laughs> I was like, oh, so, this, is, that's, dude, this that's, is nice. I don't get it. Like, why do they have, I mean, you know how nasty that floor is there. And it's a carpet floor. I mean, it's literally soaking wet when you're walking around. You can, it's like walking with like wet socks on. You can feel like your shoes, like squishing into the, the water of the, and they stick to the floor. It's like why? Like why is there carpet even in that place? I mean, that is just like. Dude, I was in blind. there when I was seventeen, I think, and that's the first time I've ever seen it. I've ever seen uh, cocaine. I was like, what are they doing over there? I'm like looking. I'm like, 
oh shit. I, I, I was like, what? What? I was like, no way. I was just, it just blew my mind. I was like, wow, this place is sketchy. So we saw you had your, your flat track. Hey, you want, I had you a know, lot of people. You want to hear my me. razzle stories real quick? <laughs> Go ahead, Sammy. Yeah. The only time I've ever got beat up in my life was at Razzles. I got beat up by a carload of guys out, oh. out front of Razzles. Bro, you don't go there without a squad. A, Where was your squad I at? I man. It was, it was fun. I was with my squad. And then next thing you know, well, I don't know. There's a carload of girls, neighbors, whatever, whatever. And I went up to the carload of girls. I was hammered. I don't know what was said or done. But next thing I know, like these huge dudes got out of the car. And uh, I turn around to run and I tripped. And <laughs> the worst thing you can do. And so these guys start kicking me and beat me. And the next thing I know, here comes Aaron Kramer running down the street. I don't know where he got this. He got a big old two by four. He's got this two by four over his shoulder. He's running down the street going, I'm from Boston. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and like he starts swinging this thing. I don't know, man. That's it. You know, it's the only fight I've ever been in is at Razzles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just goes to show you, dude. Memories are made. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't even do anything. I didn't even do anything. I was just wrong place, wrong time. Well, well right we place. Saw your, we, I had time. a lot of texts, man, about when people saw your bike for sale. They're like, no, Chambers ain't flat track anymore. They were concerned you selling your your flat track bike. So you have plans to, to do some stuff. No TTs obviously makes it kind of tough for, for you just cause you're kind of inexperienced with the oval shit. But, um, what's yeah. the, what's the plan with, with your bike? At least are you, you going to use this, the suspension work on the other bike or. Well, I, uh, I had that bike up because there was a brief moment there, a couple days where I thought I was going to be getting KTMs. So I, uh, KTM's with like really good suspension, you know, cone valve suspension and everything. And um, I was pretty much set in stone, gonna gonna go with these KTM's. But then at the last minute, I uh, ended up not getting the KTM's. So um, I that bike, I'm not gonna sell that bike now. Okay. Unfortunately, I mean, I shouldn't say unfortunately because. Um, the bike's pretty good, but I, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I, I didn't want to ride a, I mean, a new KTM's a badass, you know, so. Yeah. I saw the new Honda, the, the, the HRC version is like 14 grand now or something. I was like, good Lord. Oh, it's, it's stupid, man. It's crazy how much money they cost. Yeah. How was the track down? I don't want to, I don't want to drag this thing out too long, but how was the track down in, um, Lucia, I mean, watching it, it looked it looked a little dark. It looked a little like dark in some spots. Was that it just was okay. the camera, or <laughs> I guess the lighting's not the greatest, but it was all right. It's just a flat, smooth circle. It's just not very technical. We were talking about it a little bit earlier. It's hard to hard to make passes because it's just like kind of easy to ride. You just kind of ride around circle type deal. So. Um, I think the more circular the tracks are, I know that sounds crazy for a flat track, but it's just the harder it is to pass. Uh, I don't know. You've, you've kind of ridden part of the half mile. So it's, uh, it was all right. It was, it was just good to race again. So it was, it was cool, man. I was, I talked to the, the boils a little bit. We were down there, uh, legend Gary and, and those guys and just, uh, yeah, it was cool, man. It was cool to be back in Florida, kind of like our second home a little bit. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, um, that's good. I, I was honestly, there was, 
I tried to I tried to come down with um, I was talking to Chad on the phone and I tried to get off a couple of days and I was gonna try to hitch a ride down with Wells just to watch it but I couldn't get out of work. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's cool. I mean, it, it seemed like the tr- you know the tracks those days were kind of I looked like they were v- it was very different from Friday to Saturday. Yeah, it was good to get a couple on, on under the way, but. Yeah, man, as soon as we get some things figured out with the local schedule, we'll have to hopefully hit up a Piston Poppers or so and just uh, take some more trophies from the amateur kids, man. <laughs> yeah, I kind of uh, – I, I plan on, like I said, I plan on still doing some um, some local stuff for sure because I, I enjoy it. I mean, even even the, uh, you know, the half miles or whatever it is, even though, I'm you know, I'm not going to be a rocket ship around a, a big a big track, but um, – I love doing it, so I'm definitely going to do some more. And hopefully Monday, yeah. maybe we'll get some CCs going, and I can and I can give it a go again. But unfortunately, it looks like uh, this year ain't going to be it. You know? Yeah. Well, it's, I it's feel you. I feel you. It's a weird year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, we'll let you uh, we'll let you get back to being essential and selling some brewskis, and uh, appreciate you coming yeah, back I'm on. Yeah, I'm really serving my uh, community well right now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> are you, uh, are you right. sure? thanks thanks for having me on though guys it's good talking to you guys i mean i haven't i guess you know it's been a while since i've been on here shit months so it's cool to uh cool to talk to you guys hell yeah man people are asking for you man you're we still need to we can sell some chambers t-shirts i know we could do it so we'll have to uh have to look into that <laughs> my, I know, my Ch- chambers is talking about running some local flat track races i'm I'm trying to go to some local moto races. Got 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 to get uh, got to get some chambers. Uh, Maybe you guys could this, like, dude, like tune for each other. Like you know, Jake. You, yeah, yeah, Jake. You can help him out. Like at some local district six stuff, and then Chambers could help you out on the moto side. I'm in. There we go. He can he can give me some advice on how to how to whoop up on some thirty plus class or something. <laughs> Hey, hey, you see that guy over there? He's got to go to work. He's got to go to work on Monday. He, if if you fucking stuff it in there, he's gonna back down. Just to, just <laughs> clean him up. He's scared. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we'll catch up with you in the near future. Appreciate you again, man. It's good talking to you. Yeah, man. You guys take it easy. All right. Peace. Hey. He's classic, man. He's so classic. Yeah, you get them going, man. It's it's hard to even like talk because it's just like you're just smart. You're just laughing, cracking up. These, yeah, it's that the schedule thing is crazy. It's just no TT. It's just I don't. Has there been a Jake? Do you know if there's there been a a year where we've never had a TT? Has that ever happened? Hello. Um. No. I don't think it's ever happened. Because Peoria has been around forever. Peoria has you know, run forever. One year it rained out. But we had um, Springfield. But we had Springfield or Castle Rock or something. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. it's been a long time. I don't know how long Peoria has been running. It was, what, 50, 60, 70 years? I don't even know. 90 years? Who knows? Peoria has um, been running a long time, man. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I know. I mean, they're running like – Guaranteed. Abraham like, Lincoln fucking rode Peoria, dude. He did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> they used to, I, yeah. They used to race horses around there. 
It's so <laughs> weird. If if we're gonna have a schedule without a TT, I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think it's weird. And we don't even get the race TTs in my class, which I also don't like. I think, I think, per, I think the three classes should run at every race. Like I don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's another topic, but yeah. I think yeah, it would man. be cool to see equal amounts, like five short tracks, five half miles, five TTs, five miles. You know what I mean? Just five, 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 whatever. Well, then it'd be cool to have – let's have six of each and have, like, three cushions, three clay. You know, we could really level it out. You know, we, then we could have, like, two paperclip shaped, two oval shaped. You know, we could really, really, like, make this an organized schedule, but – Man, eh, we're just gonna throw throw it together this year. Whatever state lets us in their state to race, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. Can't get too can't too picky this year. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Well, I was thinking, man. Like I was like Timonium in the winter. You know, indoor. It's kind of you would think that place would not run, but all the fumes. There's no way there's COVID going on in there. That kills it all. Just have. <laughs> six indoor races yeah uh, well. <laughs> i don't know super, about it yeah super twins national well we had a national indoors on concrete cow palace it's cow palace yeah uh, that place is quite a bit bigger than timonium how many indians would get destroyed on a concrete indoor It'd be a parts pile in the middle of the pits. Yeah, because oh, I'm pretty sure the the bodywork on them things, the tank cover and the the seat is what over three grand. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a uh, yeah, it'd be expensive. Yeah. Well, want to give a shout out again our sponsors, Bell Power Sports. Check them out, BellHelmets.com to view their full line of products. The quality and safety is unmatched. If you start tank slabbing, you want to be protected by Bell. Roof Systems, Dallas, Texas, CommercialRoofSystems.net. Also want to give a shout-out to our newest sponsor of the show, Dunlop Tire. They are the official tire of the American Flat Track Series with their new and improved DT4 Flat Track Tire. Two compound front tires and three compound rear flat track tires available. I just learned they had a soft compound, Sammy, so we'll have to uh, <laughs> check that out maybe for some local races. That would um, be like ammonium. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the five is pretty soft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To find your nearest nearest dealer, visit DunlopMotorcycleTires.com. Hit them up on social media. Tell them the boys from Tank Slap and Saint. Yeah, you know we like to have fun and joke around the show. And we have really uh, big fan of our show. He would always repost our shows and and kind of message us and listen to every one of our episodes. And it was Jess Garcia, and he passed away on Wednesday. So it's been tough for a lot of racers who have been friends with the Garcia family. You know Frankie Garcia. We had him on as a guest. Uh, it was like episode four or five. We had him on, him, him on as a guest. Him and his dad, they both come from a flat track background. They they both have done the X Games. Jess was a, a national um, rider. He had a pro singles license for a few years. And just just a really, really sad thing. We are, are going to miss Jess. I really like talking to that guy. He was so funny, just sarcastic. And he would always comment and talk to me about our shows, the tank slapping shows. So, um, yeah, rest in peace to... Jess Garcia, and then as well, we just heard the news a couple of days ago. I think I might have heard it yesterday. George Mack, MDR, passed away. Mac Daddy Racing, and you know, I first kind of known George through his sponsorship of Henry Wiles when Henry was just kind of getting big at the Peoria TT. You know, the Mac Daddy Racing bikes were what Henry rode, and 
a lot of guys have ridden for George, you know, James Monaco, uh, I just, uh, Ian Steer, I'm trying to think. There's so many um, riders that George Mack has helped out and definitely going to miss those two guys. And uh, we're going to dedicate the show to them. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's man, I can't believe uh, what what a terrible loss it is to hear about both of those guys. I mean, my family and the Garcia family go way back. And uh, so and I, you know, I I talk to Jess weekly, you know, through Instagram. We're always shooting stuff back and forth, talking crap or this or that. And, uh, you know, my thoughts are with uh, his family, his dad and his brother and his mom, obviously. And then, you know, same, uh, you know, George Mack, man, what a what a huge impact he had and in our in our sport and uh, what a positive person he was to have around. And um, he did a lot for the sport. And, you know, it's never good to hear about someone going. Uh, So, you know. Like I said, I think it's kind of nice to, you know, dedicate this show to to those guys and uh, very deserving of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I didn't uh, didn't know Jess uh, at all really much. I, I met uh, his brother Frankie, um, you know, a bit here and there over the years and uh, always got along well with Frankie and, you know, always heard, heard good things about Jess. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, definitely sad to hear. And um, George Mack uh, as well. Um, didn't know George very well, but uh, like Corey said, he was around a lot. Um, you know, well, for I mean, he's been around forever. But uh, like Corey said, you know, my first uh, remember seeing him around is was with Henry Wiles when uh, you know when he first started winning Peoria and winning all the Springfields and. Um, I remember having having some run-ins with Henry when he was riding for George, and we never had any disagreements. But uh, but yeah, we've we, you know we had some heated moments with with the Mac Daddy team at, at times. But uh, but no, we always had a, a good respect for each other, and um, always enjoyed seeing that guy at the track. And uh, like you guys said, he he helped a lot of riders, and um, always did always did good things. So uh, definitely gonna gonna miss him for sure. So yeah, well. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this episode. It was good having Jake back on and and Chambers. Chambers chimes <laughs> in. It was uh, good to have. It was a reunion reunion tour. It was awesome. And uh, I don't know what the plan is moving forward. I guess we'll have another show next week. Uh, we'll go back to trying to find things to talk about in future episodes. Today we had a lot to chat about. But if you guys have any questions or anything like that, send them our way. Keep leaving us reviews online. Those are good, except for the bad one, um, that bad review. That wasn't, we that got wasn't, one. We got yeah. one bad review. But, yeah. Oh, what was that? Yeah. I didn't see that. Uh, I just got a one-star review. There wasn't any oh. comments, but, oh. just, you know, something light, just a, throw, uh. a little shade thrown our way. Uh. I probably, probably pissed somebody off at, like, a gas station or something. They saw my Instagram on the back of the uh, the van and just, you know, F this guy. We're I think one-star. that was... I think that was me. That might have been me. That's probably Jake. <laughs> it was Jake. <laughs> I didn't mean it. My finger. I didn't mean it. I just, my finger yeah. slipped. Uh, yeah, like I said, Jake's Jake's drinking a line in Kugel. I'm I'm land sharking as always. And Sammy had a blue moon, a Coors Light, and an apple. And it- Angry Orchard, a B. Rob, Brandon Robinson drink, man. We're the the tour to beer tonight. I just, <laughs> I just, 
I just came back from Daytona and I, you know, my, fr my fridge is empty. So I look in there and it's like one of everything that's left. So <laughs> there we go. Uh, Take but your shirt I'm a off, dude. Take you know, your like, shirt off. You know, one more quarter's light and I'm taking my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Gram it. Take a gram hey, video. You know what? I'm going to throw a gram up. I'm going to do, hey, speak. Uh, you know what? I'm going to keep my mouth shut on that. I almost put my foot in my mouth. I'm sorry. Barnes smart. was a I'm little not... salty. You uh, took a gram video of him uh, DNFing. He's like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> well, you, yeah I'm rolling. I'm rolling, to, I'm rolling to a stop. My bike just blew up, and Sammy's taking a video. <laughs> well, okay, so I got to talk about that real quick, man. Uh, well, you know, he's. He, I was like, you're an idiot, man. You should have pulled in. There's a, you know, a break in the wall halfway down the front straightway. I'm like, and of course, I was in turn one watching. Then I, I hauled ass to turn three to watch real quick to take some pictures and video. And the, when I get over to turn three, he breaks. And of course, where does he coast to? Back to turn one. So I haul ass back to turn one, right? I'm huffing and puffing. I got my mask on, which sucks. And I get over there and um, and he's like looking at me and I'm like, I can't come on the track. So, you know, that's AFT deal. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm gonna make a, a capture the moment, man. <laughs> I pulled out my phone. <laughs> and he's like looking at me pissed because I'm like, you know, he's like a foot away from the inside wall. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, dude, you gotta walk this thing in the track. I, I can't touch it till you get inside. So he, he's like, what are you doing? He hands me the motorcycle, walks off all pissed off, you know? <laughs> Content. The content is important. Like, content, man. Content. I'm like, hey, I'm there for the highs and the lows. Cause uh, yeah. did, you, did you see the victory lap uh, content? That was pretty good. Was pretty yeah, good. man. Uh, yeah. So you know, hey, uh, I'm there for the good times and the bad times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll talk at you later. Peace. See ya. Bye. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs>